What is up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Big Ten Buzz Podcast. I am your host, Adam Sager. We just wrapped up week eight in the college football season. And the two games that people were hoping were going to be close, uh, I, I knew they at least the one wasn't going to be close with Ohio State and Iowa, and it wasn't. Um, and then Penn State, Minnesota, I, I thought that would be a close game. But Minnesota's just fallen apart. Minnesota has just fallen apart over these last few weeks of the season. But let's start there in Columbus, Ohio State, 54 to 10, just beat up the Iowa Hawkeyes who, let's face it, just aren't a good football team, guys. I mean, solid defense. Yes, I know they gave up 54. Uh, C.J. Stroud struggled early, but then, you know, they caught on. And there's just too much talent with that Ohio State offense uh, to not put up points on um on teams that just don't give you any real um competition I, I guess is the best way to put it Iowa's offense is just so putrid just so bad and uh, you know CJ Stroud 20 of 30 uh 286 yards four touchdowns did have one pick that um <clears throat> was the uh, one pick early, and then the only way that Iowa scored was a fumble return. That's how they scored their touchdown, and then they had a field goal. I mean, I'm going to read off these numbers here for Spencer Petras, and just, just listen, and Alex Padilla. They both played. Petras, 6 of 14, 49 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions, a QBR of 5.9. Okay. Alex Padilla comes in. Oh, let's, you know, maybe things are going to change. Five of 10 for 32 yards, no touchdowns, one interception, a QBR of 3.1. Yep. Those are the numbers for their quarterbacks. Totaling. 11 of 24, 81 yards, 3.4 yards per attempt, no touchdowns, three interceptions. That tells you all we need to know about what Iowa did offensively. And then running the ball. One thing I will say that Iowa did do well is stop the run. Ohio State ran the ball 30 times for 66 yards. It's only 2.2 yards per carry and did have a touchdown from Mayan Williams. But Mayan Williams, who, you know, people were claiming is the best back in the Big Ten, 10 carries, 19 yards with that touchdown. Travion Henderson, 11 carries, 38 yards. And then a bunch of others have one or two carries, and they totaled 30 for 66. But then you look at Iowa, who is known for rushing the ball, Big Ten physicality, yep, 35 carries for 77 yards, also 2.2 yards per carry. I mean, if you if you look, I, I just told you the passing numbers. Um, of the 11 completions that Iowa had, six went to Sam Laporta, who is a very good tight end. Very good tight end. He's just trying to do whatever he can out there. Um, they're not hitting him. You know, it's just, it's bad. He had six catches for 55 yards, probably be a top three round pick 
in the NFL. Very, very solid player. Um, just another of those line of tight ends, Hawkinson, Fant, uh, and, and others. I know I'm forgetting others that are blatantly obvious, but um, I mean, even back to the days of like Dallas Clark, uh, I was known for developing tight ends, and he's another one right in that line. Uh, so this was just a blowout. This was just <clears throat> we're on that collision course. Hopefully, I want to see it. Ohio State versus Michigan, both 11 and 0. Winner goes to the Big Ten title, and the loser has an argument to be in the Final Four if that happens. If that happens, it's going to be interesting. Clemson squeaked by Syracuse. Um, that would have definitely helped the Big Ten if Clemson would have lost that. I know Syracuse is undefeated, but then if they go on and lose a game, uh, that would have made it where it was like, okay, now the Big Ten really, really has a shot. Um, right now we still have Georgia and, and Tennessee undefeated. We still have Bama sitting at one loss. Um, I don't know what happens if Georgia beats Tennessee and then Alabama beats Georgia in the in the SEC title game. I don't know. That's just chaos. And and I, you know, I, I want to see it. This sounds like it's going to be the last year of the 14 college football playoff before we jump to 12. I want to see the chaos. Let's see that SEC chaos. Let's see, you know, you're going to have, if anyone goes undefeated, which you're sitting at TCU um, is undefeated. Let me pull up the rankings here just so I get it right. We've got Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan, Clemson, TCU, undefeated. I mean, now, one of Georgia and Tennessee has to lose. One of Ohio State and Michigan have to lose. TCU and Clemson, if they both go undefeated, they're in. They have to be in. So that's, you know, now you're leaving out a one loss, Georgia or Tennessee, Ohio State or Michigan, and Alabama. Well, no, if Alabama... See that that's where it, it it's going to be crazy. If those two teams go undefeated and then you have an undefeated Big 10 champ, that's three teams that are in. You cannot leave them out. You cannot leave them out. So if what I just mentioned where Georgia beats Tennessee and then Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC title game, who goes? Who goes from the SEC? It'll be fascinating to see. I think it would have to be Alabama, right? Tennessee won by three at home with some iffy officiating late. And then if Georgia beats Tennessee and then Alabama goes on to beat Georgia, I think you got to put Alabama, the Big Ten champ, Ohio State or Michigan, and then Clemson TCU if they go undefeated. Let's see some chaos in this final year. All right, um, let me pull back up back to uh, this past weekend. I mentioned Minnesota; they got their doors blown off by Penn State. Penn State coming off the loss to the to the Michigan Wolverines, where they were blown out. Well, <clears throat> they come back with a vengeance, forty five seventeen. And I mentioned Michigan or Minnesota's just they're not the same. You know, they don't have Tanner Morgan playing quarterback, and and that's a problem. Uh, Sean Clifford was very good in this game, 23 of 31, 295 and four touchdowns. 
they ran the ball well over five yards of carry, 175 total yards, two touchdowns. And <clears throat> Minnesota just ran it and ran it and ran it and ran it. Well, they ran it 46 times, 165 yards. Mo Ibrahim, 30 for 102 and a touchdown. It just, there's just not enough talent in the end for Minnesota. Uh, it, it was looking like it was going to be a very, very fun season for the Minnesota Golden Gophers when they were 4-0. I said everybody needs to relax a little bit. I, we had Tony Liebert on. I, you know, I talked with him and, and just said, I, I think this team is good, but I don't know how good. And because Michigan State, you know, they're not playing well this year. They're not the Michigan State we were used to these last few years. Big game coming up against Michigan next weekend. But after that Michigan State win, Minnesota has lost to Purdue, to Illinois, to Penn State. Three in a row. Three solid teams. But you you can't, you know. Your defense was one of the best in the country. Now you've given up 26 to Illinois and 45 to Penn State. That's just something that you can't you can't do. Now they do have Rutgers, Nebraska, Northwestern, Iowa, Wisconsin to wrap up. You know, you're you're four and three. Let's get out here and go seven, eight, eight and four at worst. That, that that's where I want to see Minnesota end this season. Eight and four at worst. Um, when you look at this team. You you beat Rutgers, Nebraska, Northwestern, and then you want to beat both Iowa and Wisconsin, and they should if they have Tanner Morgan. But at least split those two, and um, but you could be nine and three. You could be nine and three and still have a very very good season, but you need to start playing better. Uh, and then some of the other games this past weekend, as I go back, uh, Rutgers beat Indiana, twenty four twenty four seventeen. And now my computer's going crazy. Uh, just another, you know, game where we're just like, okay, like a lot of these Big Ten games just don't matter anymore. Um, There's just, they're out of it. They're, they're not playing well this year. And, and some teams we thought were going to be, you know, have games where it's, okay, you know, Wisconsin's playing for a Big Ten uh, West title. Well, not this year. I mean, we could still get crazy and things can get nuts um, in the West, but I just, the way Illinois is playing, I think they've kind of, you know, moved themselves up another tier away from everybody else when you look at the East, or excuse me, the West. Um, So 24-17, Rutgers beats Indiana. That's their first Big Ten win. Uh, Purdue loses to at Wisconsin in a game where, you know, Purdue should have won that game. I know you're going to Camp Randall and it's a tough place to play, but they've shown this year that it's not. And here we are. Braylon Allen had a great game, 16 carries, 113 yards and a touchdown. And Wisconsin gets the win. And then you had Maryland beating Northwestern 31-24. Remember, Maryland's without Tagovailoa and but they still put up points. Uh, Edwards Jr. came in, played well. Hembry, 24 carries, 179 yards, three touchdowns. He's just a 
just a handful coming out of the backfield. He's just a big boy. Uh, I love that running game there at Maryland. I love where Maryland is going, and I love their their weapons. I've talked about before. Rakim Jarrett, he had 82 yards and a touchdown. LaDante Demis, I love Jones. I, they have a lot of good players on that Maryland team, and Mike Loxley has them playing well, 6-2, and 3-2 and two in the Big Ten. Uh, they're a good team. They're, they're a fun team, especially when they have Talia back there at quarterback. Uh, they have Wisconsin. They have at Penn State versus Ohio State, home against Rutgers. So <clears throat> can they be a team that maybe upsets Penn State? Let's see if they can get uh, Tungvaloa back, and, and I think that could make a difference in that game. If not, I, I would heavily favor Penn State, especially in Happy Valley. All right, that'll do it. Um, you know, my my rankings I do every week for for the Big Ten. Obviously, it's still Ohio State, Michigan. They're above everybody else. Um, then it's Illinois still. And then you're you're talking everybody else below them. You know, <clears throat> it, after that, it's, you know, how, however you want to go. I would probably put Maryland at four right now, just the way based on how everybody is playing. Um, and then... I mean, who they're all four and three, three and four. Um, just jumble everybody up and then put Northwestern at the end. That's the best way to do it. Maybe you want to put Purdue, but Purdue just lost to Wisconsin. So it, it's just jumble everybody up after Maryland at four and, and then put Northwestern at the end. That's good enough for me. However you guys want to put it, fine. I don't care um, because everybody's – I'm looking at the standings right here. Rutgers, four and three. Michigan State, three and four. Indiana, three and five. Uh, skip, skip. Uh, Purdue, five and three. Uh, maybe so – but again, they just lost. Nebraska, three and four. Wisconsin, four and four. Minnesota, four and three. Iowa, three and four. And then Northwestern brings up the end at uh, one and six. So – Ohio State, Michigan, Illinois, Maryland. Those are the four top teams, in my opinion, in the Big Ten. Then everybody else, whatever you want to do with it. All right, guys, that'll do it for this episode of the Big Ten Buzz Podcast. Again, I am your host, Adam Sager. You can follow me on Twitter, at Adam G. Sager. You can follow me on TikTok, at Adam G. Sager. I believe it's the same for Instagram. Uh, I'm trying to put videos up of each episode talking about the Big Ten. And, guys, we're not far off from Big Ten basketball as we get into that. Uh, I'm so excited for college basketball to get here. And we've had some reports of Illinois' secret uh, game against Kansas where supposedly Illinois came out on top. Uh, Sky Clark, the freshman, played really well. Terrence Shannon was supposedly the best player on the Illini uh, from reports we've seen. Michigan went down and played Florida State. It's going to be a fascinating season as um, this, the rankings came out in Indiana, I believe, was 13. They are the highest-ranked Big Ten team. Then you've got, I want to say, Michigan at 21 and Illinois at 22. I don't have it in front of me. Um, I want to say those were the only three. Maybe Ohio State was ranked um, right at the end or they were just outside. Um, so going to be a fascinating season. Um, as you guys know, I'm a Michigan fan. So when it comes to basketball, I love hearing the Illini fans tell me, oh, you know, 
Brad Underwood undefeated against Juwan Howard, blah, blah, blah. You know what? In the end, tell me what you guys do in March. Tell me what you do in March when it comes to the tournament. And the best team in the Big Ten is the Michigan Wolverines every single March. Year in, year out, they've been the best team for the last decade, pretty much. So I'm I'm excited for college basketball. I love college hoops. It's, you know, right there with college football for me um, is my two favorite sports to watch. And I watch a lot of it. I, watch, I just throw on random ass college basketball games and just love watching the kids compete. So, all right, that'll do it. Wrapping it up this time. Uh, again, you can also find me on the Sean Salisbury show right here on Believe. All right, guys, we will talk to you later this week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.